Vortex Temporum. Composers and the inner thoughts about this and that. A podcast by Limina and Art Nutin. Making of Intimacy The Politics of Perception In perceiving a sound, or to take the situation of this podcast, if you hear my voice right now, something double or multi-bounded takes place. First, your very personal perception of my voice, the sensations that touch you very personally. Secondly, the sound of my voice might trigger some very personal emotions. And third, the specific situation you're facing while listening might trigger some specific feelings. At the same time, your perception is preformed and well-trained, unpersonal, valid for all of us as we share a cultural and comparable existence in and with the world. Our perception is trained, preformed into the models of tolerable contexts modeled by our surrounding culture and society. Thus, in hearing a voice, we react as we have learned to react, as we were trained to understand this input. To be clear in the use of my words, Emotions are the primary, instinctive reactions of our neuronal system. Feelings represent the necessary contextualization of grounding emotions in order to live them in a social way. Sensations are in between these two. They function as a connection between the biological given neuronal system and the constraints that are caused by culture and society in order to integrate the after-effects of these emotions in our social life and behavior. In perceiving, we might suddenly be deeply shocked by a primary emotion. Immediately connected to this shock, our perceptive secondary system starts to contextualize and conceptualize the emotive shock. We produce feelings and sensations. They are culturally based. That makes our existence fit into the society and culture we live in. Feelings are social aspects of emotions. Our intimate inner life can be read by others and by ourselves according to the constraints of our collective's rule. We feel what is appropriate in our social environment and this environment is shaped by what we feel. Shaping by being shaped is a term of our existence. Art must work on this observation under non-manipulative conditions. Hearing, not yet listening, is an extremely intimate human act. Hearing is related to what we tend to call our subjectivity or individuality. 
Listening, on the other hand, is learned, trained. We learn to contextualize, to incorporate what we hear. To listen means to shape the acoustic input into the models of the society we live in, the culture we are part of and which we represent. The emotions and sensations stimulated and triggered are pressed into appropriate models that support the collective that we live in. This pre-modeling shapes us and gives us self-awareness. It stabilizes our collective existence and the collective itself. In perceiving, these two layers are brought together, are synthesized. We conceptualize the personal and biological-based emotive aspects on the collective layer. These rebounds back on our emotive existence and so on. Perception is never free. We are never just ourselves. We are made and being made as a constant loop. This double bind, or better multi-bind, in our perception on the very grounding of our existence is the main subject I'm working on in composing music. When we accept that any perceptive input is pre-modeled and the most intimate personal act at the same time, the question arises, what is this entity, this existence, that I feel as being me? I am me as being pre-modeled and being of the most authentic presence for me at the same time. Our individuality is preformed and thus in no way as unique as we perceive it. I have rarely any conscious access to the aspects of my preformation. I most often experience the pre-modeled me as being my most inner life. My intimate experience of the perceptions is thus of highest complexity. One of the main functions of art and music is to experience the bright and joyful consciousness of this multibound structure in perception and in our life. Under the perspective of the pre-modeled perception, the subject is no longer undivided. There are different layers on different levels of the perceptive process that build the structure that we perceive as our subjectivity. These layers of subjectivities are interconnected. The specific relations between these layers build the specificity of what we experience as being an individual. In music, all specificities or uniquenesses 
must take its source from the knowledge of the preformation of all the means of the media and the perception. Music gains its present and its force by establishing unique relations between all means they are working on and the perception that these relations trigger. Art and music might be found to help in this process of specification of relations inside us and towards the world. One of the wonderful realities of our existence is that we perceive us being individual by opening our senses to something outside of ourselves, the world, a you. This outside lives inside me, shapes me, gives me a form, forms me to a part of this not-me and brings me to experience me as myself. Thus, a separation between me and the world no longer exists. There is no more an outside world. We are inside the world and the world is inside us. With our body and our body perception, we conquer the world and ourselves as an undivided unity. By means of our experience and the projection of non-present experiences into our imagination, we have the possibility to leave the physical limitations of our body. Imagining makes non-present relations being real. The body shapes the conceptualization of the perceptions as well as it is shaped by them. Specifications of these relations reorganize our body. An imagined deviant body by perceiving these specified relations. In music, all these paradoxical situations I'm talking about are sharpened and thus get the core of my art. All musical and non-musical sounds and acoustic structures are training our capacity of our oral perception from the very first moment of our perceptive life. These sound models are grounding the listening history as one basis of the cultural modeled perception. There is no stronger prison as these imprints of our perception. At the same time, we are perceiving these sounds as direct and intimate expressions of something triggering strong sensations in us. All possible sounds are loaded with deeply imprinted meanings, semantic layers, body-based mimetic layers, etc. These imprints in the sounds shape our possibilities to contextualize acoustic events in general. Even sounds that might never have been heard are perceived on this matrix. Through this embedded semantics and pre-shaped meanings, we understand and contextualize any sound we hear. This is, of course, a tautological act. In perceiving, we recognize what we already know by recognizing what we know and what we perceive. 
Tautologies are lacking specific energy, specific relations. They only carry the energy of recognition. In daily life, this is certainly useful. In art, it is worthless. In composing, I work on these pre-modeled and for us all well-known sounds and sound structures. This gives me the opportunity to work directly on the inner groundings of our perceptive system. Working on these two well-known realities offers me the possibility to deform and transform the entire presence of our perception. It leads me to explore deviant forms of what I call the understanding in the listening. Composing as the work on the pre-modeled perception will joyfully lift these paradoxes in an entirely specific way. No need to resolve these paradoxes. Living these paradoxic situations by composing implies developing compositional strategies to get access to the various layers of music and to our perception. Working on the two well-known offers us the possibility to listen to these banal sounds and structures again as specific qualities. Listening gets an act of re-relating the two well-known, the banal, in a specific and thus unknown way. This way of composing offers our listening a renewed awareness of the existing and often covered realities and presences of the sounding reality by re-relating all the relations in a deviant, specific and sense-making way. These relations make sense if they uncover qualities that were not open to the perception so long. These renewed relations are then unlabeled qualities that do not fit in a pre-modeled scheme. By renewing the relations between those layers that constitute the perception of sound and sound structures, I am re-relating and recontextualizing their presence and their perception. A deviant perception leads to a different meaning, makes sense in a different way. We experience different sensual senses, semantic senses, embodied senses, emotional senses. This implies the possibility of a deviant body, brain, sensual system, semantic system, etc. It implies the possibility of recreating ourselves. In listening music, we inhabit and are inhabited by these deviant senses. This appears to us, at first, as a kind of strangeness. Every beauty has some strangeness in the proportions, says Francis Bacon. We develop a sense of the possibilities that are lying in the deviant forms of perceptional sense-makings. Robert Musil calls it the sense of possibility in contrast to the sense of reality. 
Maybe this act of recreating oneself by means of a renewed listening is one way of becoming something like an individual. We can find a trace of subjectivity and individuality by the altered ego. A different perception means gaining the possibility of acting differently. Acting is a political act. Deviant acting made possible by a deviant and renewed perception I call the politics of perception. In this way my music is political. Changing the perception changes the minds that might then act differently. Working on my music as an act of politic in perception is one of the deepest reasons to keep on working on this concept of renewing relations as a social interference. You listen to Clemens Gardenstädter. This episode was released on the 17th of October 2023. Vortex Temporum is a podcast by Limina and Art Matempo.